0: Yo, what's good, everybody? You're now tuned in to crock Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and or share the podcast, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. This is episode four and I'm so excited because I actually crowdsourced this episode. Here's what I mean. I polled the members of the Crockpot Conversations Facebook group and I asked them what issue or area they most wanted me to address on the next episode. And so it came back overwhelmingly that the majority of members wanted to talk about purpose, finding it and or operating in it. Now, real quick, if you're not a member of the Crockpot Conversations Facebook group, I want to invite you personally to be a part of it. All right. This is your personal invitation. Uh, we have some pretty good conversation in there from time to time. And it's just a pretty cool community that we're building up. So consider this your personal invite to join after the podcast. Go to Facebook, type in crock Conversations and join the group. All right. No excuses. This is your invite. That being said, we're going to chop it up, y'all, and talk about purpose. That thing that you were just absolutely born for. Um, If you haven't identified it, I'm going to hit on that. If you have identified it, but you're not sure how to operate in it, I'm going to hit on that. And if you've identified it and you're working in it, but now it feels like you're a little stuck, I'm going to tackle that as well in this episode. Full disclosure, this is more of an appetizer, right? Because I got to save some exclusive content for my clients. All right, I got to be fair. But if you want to become a client and do some work, hey, feel free to reach out to me, all right? Other than that, y'all know how we do. I got to get in a quick word from our sponsor, and on the other side, we'll dive in, all right? So sit tight. I'll be right back. All right, good people. Welcome back to crock Conversations, episode four, and today's topic is help. I'm struggling with my purpose. Now, Purpose means that thing that you were created for and positioned to do, that thing that just kind of gives life meaning for you, right? So when people say, I'm struggling with my purpose, that can typically mean any one of these things. It can mean, one, I straight up just don't know my purpose. I have no idea what it is. I I need help finding it. It can mean, two, um, I know it. I found it. But now I'm trying to figure out how to work in it, how to operate in it, how to live it. All right. And then three uh, or the third area or the third meaning for that, it could mean that um, I know what my purpose is. I'm, I'm working in it. But now I've hit a place where I feel like I'm stuck. In other words, it's like I love my purpose, but my purpose just ain't loving me back. Now, before I jump off the diving board into this uh, into these issues, or into these areas, I need to mention that this is an interactive podcast episode uh, because it was crowdsourced, um, meaning that so many people requested this specifically be talked about. In order to get the most out of it, it might be good for you to have a companion piece. Now, of course, you can create and take notes for yourself. Um, which I always strongly encourage to take notes when it comes to these episodes. But for this one specifically, I've also created what I call a purpose path. Um, And it kind of syncs up. It's a digital tool that syncs up with this episode. And so if you're interested in it, you can download it at www.anthonydsparks.com slash products slash purpose path. All one word, of course. And uh, and so, of course, I've also included the link in the podcast episode details um, and you can access it there. Now, of course, if you're in your car listening um, or you're you're on a, on a walk or a jog or you're working out or whatever, you can still follow along perfectly fine. All right. But what I would say is I'd encourage you that when you get somewhere where you can just kind of sit down and write some stuff out, um, I'd encourage you to do that so that you can fully go through the process that I outlined in this episode. Cool. All right, well, let's get into it, y'all. So here's the thing on the front end. You got to know this. You'll never be fulfilled in life without finding and living your purpose. I'm a firm believer that each of us were born on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. And until you tap into it, while you can survive, you won't really thrive. And what I mean is, you know, you'll live But you won't really experience life until you tap into it. If I had to use the words of of 2007 Kanye, when it comes to living a life without your purpose, I'd say it's kind of like Katrina with no FEMA, Martin with no Gina, like a flight with no visa, right? So for life to be everything it can and should be, purpose has to be present. So let's start looking at these struggles real quick the first one is I'm struggling to find my purpose if this is where you find yourself I'm giving you permission today to be okay with that now why because I didn't truly find mine until 2014 just five years ago this was after I graduated college after I'd finished grad school And even after I've been working for a few years. So what am I saying? I'm simply saying this. There is no specific time frame where you are, quote unquote, supposed to know why you're here and what you're supposed to be doing. There's no time frame for that. Some find it early in life. Some find it in the middle of life and some find it later in life. The point is you find it. So if you don't quite know what your purpose is yet please stop beating yourself up for that. All right, stop beating yourself up for it and let's start to figure it out together. So now I'm gonna gonna give you a few things that I want you to do to help you kind of start to identify your purpose. Now, again, this list is not all inclusive. All right, if you want the rest of it, then let's talk. All right, but when it comes to finding your purpose, one thing I want you to do is this. Ask yourself this question. What is something meaningful I love doing and it comes natural to me? Now, if you've got the digital tool, you'll see that question on there. What's something meaningful I love doing and it comes natural to me? If you have more than one answer, that's perfectly fine. But don't have any more than three. Right? if you've got like five or six, narrow it down to the top three. So, for example, for me, um, this thing was giving advice back in high school. At some point, uh, I can't remember how it started or when it started, but I kind of became like a go to person um, for guys and girls when it came to just kind of navigating certain situations in life. Um, Like I said, I don't don't remember how it started or at what point. But once it did, it just kind of continued from there. Um, I did it throughout college. Um, When I started working, I found myself giving people advice at at my various workplaces. And now um, giving advice and guidance is a significant part of what I do professionally as an author, speaker and life coach. And so here's the thing, though. It was never something I had to force. And it's also something that now I couldn't imagine living and doing without it. So, again, What I want you to do is ask yourself this question. What is something meaningful? And I'm not talking about something like, you know, stuff like sleeping or eating or bathing or whatever. I'm talking about something meaningful, impactful that you love doing. And it comes naturally to you, which means you don't have to force it because it's almost just kind of like second nature. And here's the rub. You cannot just generically say helping people. All right. If if you just if you just hell bent on saying that you help people or helping people is 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 what's meaningful and natural. Um, If you're going to cheat like that, then I want you to be specific about how you help people. All right. But remember, it has to be meaningful and natural, which means it has to have significance and be simple. For you, at least. All right. That's that. That's that one. The second thing I want you to do after answering that question is give yourself what I call the best life test. Now, if you downloaded the digital tool, this test is on the third page. All right. And if you didn't perfectly fine, I'll walk you through it. All right. Now, with this, um, I want you to write out 10 phrases or again, if you're working you're out, running, whatever the case is, think about 10 phrases, each starting with these words. I'm living my best life when I blank. I'm living my best life when I blank fill in the blank. Now here's the catch because I know how we do. All right. Only two out of these 10 phrases can pertain to family or friends. And the reason why is because we tend to use family and friends as a safety valve or as a crutch or as the default. But it's time for us to take the pressure off of them and put the focus on us. All right. So once you write out those 10 phrases, all right, I want you to group them by twos. So you have five groups of two for a total of 10 phrases. Then for each of those groups of two, decide which phrase is the most important one. Because the goal is you want to narrow that narrow down those 10 phrases to five. And then I want you to put those five in one final statement that sums up what you want your best life to look like. Now, when you do that, if that statement does not sum up what you want your best life to look like, then either you're trying to create a life that's unnatural or you need to go back through those phrases and be honest with yourself and narrow them down again. All right. Now, those are some some a couple of tips or things that can help you start to find your purpose. There are like three or four additional things that I do in this area. But again, I want to reserve the full list for my coaching clients, because, this, again, this is just an appetizer. All right. So that's the first struggle. I'm struggling to find my purpose. The second struggle is I'm struggling to operate in my purpose. Now, this means I've identified what I'm here for. But now it's about how do I put it to work? How do I walk it out? How do I start to really, really live that thing? How do I use it? What do I do with it? Now, this isn't scientific, all right? And it may even be a little elementary, but it's the truth. And so if you ask, how do I put it to work? How do I use it? Or what do I do with it? My answer is this. Start. Yeah. S-T-A-R-T, start. See, we always want to take like a magic pill or find like a special key. But sometimes the answer lies in us just doing a little work. So so literally, wherever you are, with whatever you have, with however many ideas are swirling, just start. Start writing down all the thoughts you've got all the different directions you're thinking of going. And and seriously, don't hold anything back. Unclutter your head by cluttering paper. Unclutter your head by writing this stuff down. And then as you see the ideas, you'll start to get some clarity on whether or not the ideas are viable. Look, once I knew that being an author was a part of my purpose, I had at least five different books in my head. And for one of those books, I had like four different versions of it. Now, I could have let the thoughts overwhelm me because I was all over the place. But what I did was I just started writing down the ideas. And by simply writing those down, for some of them, I was able to step back and say, "Okay, yeah, I can see this. And for other ones, I was just able to see and say, man, no. All right. So with every idea you're thinking of when it comes to your purpose, write this down, write this statement down with my purpose I can do blank with my purpose I can do blank and what it is is I want you to write down every possible avenue you could go with your purpose for example uh, let me just use you know any of you out there who are uh, who, who are singers and you believe that singing is your purpose or part of your purpose what you should do is write down with my purpose I can uh, do background gigs. Or I can go to open mics or I can join the praise team or be a worship leader or I can create a YouTube channel for my content or even I can record an EP and upload it myself to different streaming services. Literally, no idea is too dumb, too far-fetched, too left field, too out there. And if you've been hesitant to do something because you think it is too crazy, that probably means it might just be a good direction to go in. So for every option in your head, get it on paper just so you can start seeing what your mind is saying. All right. The second thing with operating in your purpose that I want you to do is this. Write down where you want to be at the end of your life. In other words, when it's all said and done, you have achieved blank with your purpose. I want you to think about or write down like five to seven things that you will have ideally achieved at the end of your life from walking out your purpose. Now, granted, I'm not trying to be morbid or have us thinking about death and things like that, but the goal here is to try to craft your ideal ending to help you start to create your beginning. All right, do that. Then last but not least, I want you to write down the names of three people um, fairly well known who are doing what you want to do. All right. And you would love to meet. So write down the names of three people who are fairly well known, who are doing what you want to do, that you would love to meet. Then I want you to write down the names of three more people who are, again, kind of doing what you want to do that you could actually meet. In other words, these people, these three people are accessible either in person or via social media. And I want you to take those six names that you've written and do two things with this information. First, I want you to select one of your ideal three. You know, one of of those well-known three. And go study their website, their blog, their social media accounts, everything you can find to just get an idea of how they do what they do to see what you can just kind of glean from that. All right. And then secondly, I want you to select one of your real three to reach out to and ask for a meeting. Yes. Understand this. If not saying it will, but if it might cost you some money, please be willing to make the investment. Why? Because this is somebody who is already walking in where you aspire to be. And if you're looking for them to make an investment in you, you got to be willing to make an investment in them. As I said in the money versus mission episode, you can't expect to make money if you aren't willing to smartly spend money. All right. Now, look, I know this 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 particular one was heavy on doing some things and writing some stuff down and thinking on a lot of stuff. But here's the thing. The reason why is because if you want to work in your purpose, you got to be willing to put in work for your purpose. All right. Now, there are two more um, tips I give to help you flesh out this second struggle. But again, this is just an appetizer. All right. So I'm going to take one last quick break so you can kind of digest those first two struggles. And then we'll come back and hit the third and final struggle. All right. Be back in a few seconds. If you're interested in advertising your business, product or service by sponsoring an episode of Crockpot Conversations, email me at contact at In the subject line, make sure you put CC Sponsorship. Rates, spots, and opportunities vary. So, if you're ready to grow your business by growing your audience, let's work. All right, y'all, we're back to hit the third and final struggle, at least for this episode, when it comes to purpose. And that is, I know what my purpose is, I'm operating in it, but now I'm feeling stuck in my purpose. Or I'm just feeling stagnant, just not getting any real movement, All right? So sometimes, you know, it's, it it sucks, but you just get to a place in life where it feels like, you know, you love your purpose, but your purpose ain't loving you back. And so when, when that happens, what I have to ask is this, how are you defining love? Is it that your purpose isn't giving you money? Is it that it hasn't taken off to the point of replacing your nine to five? Or is it that you're not getting the level of shine and attention you thought you would once you started walking in it? Also, you got to define what stuck means. Here's the thing. Not all purposes exist to produce profit. Purpose and profession are not always synonymous. Let me say that one more time. Purpose and profession are not always synonymous. See, some of you may be stuck because you're trying to turn your purpose into your job. And as a result, you're losing some joy because it feels like purpose is pushing back because it doesn't want to be turned into a job. Just because you haven't been able to quit your job and go full time or just because you haven't gone viral or gained the spotlight that you hoped would come along, that doesn't mean that something is wrong. So let me release some of you right here so you can let the air out of your figurative waist trainer and breathe a little easier. It is possible for you to both have a purpose and a profession. Yes, you can enjoy where you work, but still feel like something is missing. And that does not mean you're supposed to quit because maybe God wants your job to give you steady income while your purpose gives you the inspiration. See, we've gotten so big on this quit your job kick and that simply just is not everybody's reality, right? If if you enjoy what you do, but you have a purpose you enjoy too, there is no shame in balancing those two things because get this, sometimes your profit from your purpose is not in dollars, but more so in the difference you make. Now, all that being said, if you understand all that, and you've got your purpose in its proper perspective, and you still say, yeah, but I'm still stuck, then there are two things I want you to do. Number one is this. Eat your food. Don't adjust the volume. Don't adjust your ears. Yes, you heard it right. Eat your food. Now, let me say, I'm a brother who loves to eat. I love watching shows about eating. All that Top Chef uh, you know, food truck, road trip, all that stuff, right? I love it. So let me explain what I mean. Eat your food. Imagine you're a chef and for some reason your signature dish hasn't been selling like it used to. Instead of being pissed off or upset with your customers, because let's be honest, we tend to do that. We can get real offended when folks don't want us or when they pass us over, right? But instead of getting pissed off with your customers, instead of doing that, Become your customer, put yourself in the shoes of those you want to consume your product, and then evaluate every step of your process the way you prep the ingredients, the way you cook the meal, the way you present the meal. And then I want you to consume the meal in other words, become the diner, become the consumer, and then see if your process, presentation and product are as good as you thought they were. In case you're unsure, let me give you an example. Now, this example can apply to anybody, but I'm going to use aspiring speakers to kind of draw the parallel. If you're a speaker and nobody is responding to your inquiries or nobody's calling you for opportunities, look at your process. One, do you prep? Study, research, do vocal exercises, etc. Do you prep in such a way that creates a good foundation? Two, when you cook or create your content, are you using your utensils? In other words, is your message actually your message? Or are you just ripping off a bunch of other folks who are successful doing what you're trying to do? Three, in presenting your meal, are your plates clean and is the presentation appealing? Again, I told you I like watching those Food Network shows and Cooking Channel shows. And I'm always amazed at how the chefs spend so much time being meticulous in wiping the excess uh, liquid and sauce off the plate and making sure that the that that the contents are, just, you know, just right on the plate or in their proper um, areas. The presentation is just as important as the meal itself a lot of times and so so here's the thing when it comes to you is your social media messaging consistent in other words whatever it is you use to brand and market yourself is your activity reflective of who you are what you do and how you want others to see you because again the meal can be delicious but the presentation can be make a break that's three number four in having your customer consume your meal are you responsive to taste buds or are you too stubborn to try to adjust so when you do get an engagement are you able to adjust if you get there and find out that this particular audience does not eat asparagus so you need to be able to incorporate some broccoli in the dish. What that means is sometimes what you prepare might not be suitable. But instead of force feeding people what you want, are you able to change some things around so they get what they need? Now, if you go through those four steps and you can confirm you do those things and you're still stuck, then move to the second part, which is. Share your food. So eat your food. If you do that and everything is still cool, then be willing to share your food. What that means is this. You got to be willing to be vulnerable with somebody else on your level who may be doing it a little better than you. And by better, I don't mean they're better, but I mean they may be having a little more success in this arena. See, I've got a few friends who are in a similar space as I am when it comes to you know, entrepreneurship and um, trying to get clients or providing uh, coaching and speaking services, etc. Um, it's truly an iron sharpens iron kind of thing and I'm thankful for my relationships with them. Um, they have some best practices that I can benefit from and I think I have some that they can benefit from. And because that's the case, the worst thing I can do is act like there's nothing they can tell me to help me improve. The worst thing I can do is hold my stuff so close to the vest and not be willing to be vulnerable uh, because if that's the case, then I'll never get better. I got to be willing to share my food with someone who knows how to cook just as good as me, who knows what the meal should both look and taste like, and they can tell me whether I need to add more salt, less sugar, Or maybe even if I need to start cooking for a whole different kind of customer altogether. Yeah. So those are a couple of things you can do to try and help you get unstuck in your purpose. Eat your food and then share your food. All right. So that's it, y'all. That's just a sample of some things to help you with either finding your purpose, operating in your purpose or getting unstuck when it comes to your purpose. Hopefully you have enjoyed today's episode. And again, the intent was not to give you the full menu, but simply a sampling to help you start to navigate those areas. Now, as always, if you've gotten something from today's episode, please, please, please take a sec to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast. Um, If you want to keep the conversation going, remember, you've got a personal invite from me to join our Facebook group titled crock Conversations. And lastly, if you're interested in working with me and going deeper when it comes to either finding your purpose, operating in your purpose or getting unstuck when it comes to your purpose, feel free to hit me up at www.anthonydsparks.com or email me at contact at anthonydesparks.com. Look, y'all, it's been good. I can't wait till next time. And I hope y'all are looking forward to it like I am. Again, thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. I'm out.